0: Hi there i'm cindy linden and this is a cook along podcast quick bite my mother used to have a couple of very special breakfasts that she would make now that did not mean that they were saved for special occasions it just means that we found them special because they were kind of unusual not in just anybody's house and while she did serve them for company she also would make them just when they sounded good to her One of them was sourdough pancakes. She got a starter from some friend or other and kept it in the back of our fridge forever. And I think she didn't treat it right at all. I don't remember her ever feeding it except when she used it. But she made these amazing pancakes that were just kind of rich and sour and sweet and molasses-y all at the same time. They were very good. I'm not going to do that. I don't have a sourdough starter, although I think it's probably time I got one going. The other thing that she used to make, she called an apple pancake. And I have her recipe, but it's from long enough ago that she has no idea where this recipe came from. And in fact, she at this point, I'm afraid, doesn't even remember making it, which makes me sad because she made it quite often and we all loved it. And the recipe that I now have is one of those that has no real measurements with it. Actually, it's even odder because there's a couple of measurements and then everything else is... You have to guess the amounts as you go. I made this this morning and thought to myself first that it would make a good quick bite because I can just tell you what to do and then you're on your own. And secondly, because it's a really tasty item... (laughs) And because I knew I was going to talk to you about it, I actually tried to put in some measurements. And I think most of the measurements I came up with work. But as I tell these to you, keep in mind that it's really just that she used to dump everything in the pan in whatever amount seemed right to her. And when she got luckiest, it would come out just slightly caramelized and chewy on the outsides. Just a little bit of chewy caramelized edging on this pancake. This is a thing you make in a cast iron pan, and it's one of those that you're gonna invert when it's done, so that it sits on the plate and looks beautiful. You make a syrup in the bottom of a cast iron pan, and then you add the apples, and then you let that kinda caramelize for a bit, and you pour in some pancake mix that you've already stirred together, and it's wet, and then it bakes for a while, and when you invert it, the apples and the caramel sauce are on the top and around the edges, And it's beautiful to look at and really perfect when you get lucky enough to get those edges to get just a tiny bit chewy, like a good sticky bun. I'll give you the ingredient amounts that I used this morning, and you can play with it later. You need one apple, and I'm going to say it should either be a large apple or a couple of small apples. My mother's recipe, she says one medium-sized apple. All of that of course is subjective, but when I started this morning I had kind of a small apple and it wasn't enough apple. So I ended up using two small apples and it was too much apples. So you have to guess. I would say if you have one big apple it's going to be fine and you're going to pare it In other words, peel all the skin off and get rid of the stem and the center part that's kind of hard, that has the seeds in it. And then you're going to cut it up into chunks. So that's both an ingredient and a do-ahead. You want a quarter cup of butter. You want a third of a cup of packed brown sugar, a half a teaspoon of cinnamon, a pinch of nutmeg, two tablespoons of maple syrup plus you're going to want some maple syrup on the table when this is done and then you want pancake mix mixed up to be about three cups to fill up your equipment which is a 10 inch pan and probably a pie server when you're ready to serve it. My mother always used a pre-made pancake mix is made by Crust Ease, and I think that's probably the best way to go. I used a more healthy one this morning made by Kodiak, and it's called Power Cakes, and I think they don't rise as much, and I also think that healthy flavor isn't right for this sticky bun cinnamon maple brown sugar treat. So I would recommend going with sort of your basic crusties or something like that pancake mix. And of course you can make your own, which is why I mentioned that you're going to want to end up with about three cups of pancake mix. Now she has no measurement on this at all, but you want enough to kind of fill up your cast iron pan. You need either milk or water to thin that pancake mix with. She used to use milk because it's here in the recipe, but a lot of pre-made mixes these days are made with water, and I don't think it makes one bit of difference unless you're trying to add some protein or something, in which case you can add regular milk, or you can probably add any kind of alternative milk if you feel like doing that. By the way, there is a chart on my website. It's a couple of years old now, but the basic information still holds. It's called Got Milks? Here's my nutritional comparison chart, and it's just a chart that shows different kinds of milks, what their nutritional values are in different categories, and what they cost. And of course, those costs are not accurate anymore, but the basic comparison will be, in other words, if something is more expensive than something else, that will still be true. A lot of people have looked for this chart and find it very useful. So I'm just mentioning it's there in case it interests you. Let's talk about how to do this now. So into your 10-inch cast iron skillet or any skillet that can go from stovetop to oven. That will work because we're going to put it in the oven. Oh, that's your other do-ahead. And you have to do this far ahead. You want to turn your oven on to preheat to about 400 degrees. And mine takes a long time to get there. So that would be the very first thing, and the second thing would be to peel and chop your apple. You want just kind of medium-sized pieces, and they can be sliced. I think they look prettier that way, or they can be chunks. It doesn't really matter. And then the third do-ahead would be to mix up your pancake mix. Now, the actual cooking of this breakfast is really simple you got your skillet, you're going to put in your quarter cup of butter, and it should be salted butter because there is no other salt in this recipe, and it helps to brighten the sweetness because there's a lot of sweetness here. Quarter cup of butter into the pan and a third of a cup of packed brown sugar, and you want to melt those over a medium heat. You want the sugar to get all melted, and while it's kind of heating up and starting to melt, stir in your half teaspoon of cinnamon and your pinch of nutmeg. And about two tablespoons of maple syrup. And let that come to kind of a bubble. And then when it's kind of bubbling, start adding your apple pieces. Spread them out, keeping in mind that this will be the top of what you serve. So you want to get them in there kind of level and even. If you can get all of the pieces down in the sauce, that's a really good plan. Then you take your already mixed pancake batter and you pour that over the top in the pan. There will be pictures of this on the website, the cookalongpodcast.com, of both when I poured the batter in and after I have baked it. Once you pour all that batter in over the top of your brown sugar, butter, apple mixture, you're going to just leave it on the stove for a few minutes, like three or four. or even five minutes maybe you don't want to burn it so you want to turn the heat way down to a low let it just kind of cook those apples till they're tender and the sauce is a little thicker and your pancake batter starts to cook on the bottom in the spaces between the apples hopefully by the time you've spent your three to five minutes cooking that on the stovetop your oven will be up to its 400 degree temperature and then you're going to take that pan, and stick it into your oven, preferably in the top half. So your top rack can be in the middle or maybe even a little higher. We don't want to cook the bottom anymore, really. The emphasis now is on the top to get that pancake cooked. And leave it in there for about 18 minutes. You're going to peek in the oven, starting at about 15 minutes, and you're going to check to see how done that pancake looks. It's not going to look like a pancake you flipped over, but the batter is going to be dry and puffed up. And the only thing is you have to kind of guess when it's actually done in the middle and toward the bottom. I think 15 to 18 minutes is probably about right, but this is going to be part of the guesswork. I don't have any of that information here. Most of the actual numbers I just gave you, both in terms of time and quantities, I made up this morning just so I could share this with you. If I just gave you the list and the basic instructions the way it sits on the recipe that I wrote down from what my mother did, I think you'd be pretty unhappy with me. When the pancake starts to turn just a little golden brown on top, and it's dry on top, and you feel intuitively that the inside of that pancake is going to be done. Then remove that pan from the oven, and here comes the tricky part. You need to put a plate over the top of that pan, and using oven mitts on both sides and holding that plate in place, you want to flip that whole pan upside down on top of that plate, So that this beautiful coffee cake slash pancake slash apple dessert slides out of the pan and onto the plate with the sauce kind of falling down over the sides. And like I said, this is the point where you can tell if you're really lucky that you might have gotten some chewy edges on it. That is so much the best part of this dish is those chewy parts on the outside. If you don't get that, it's fine. Try it again next time and leave it in a few minutes longer or cook it a little hotter. Maybe even try it a little longer on the stove before you put it in the oven. Just be careful not to burn that sugar because that's not a good taste. You don't want that. Take it to the table to serve along with your pie server and... You may think I'm crazy because you know how we made this, but you're going to want some extra butter and some extra maple syrup on the table because sometimes it's better with just a little bit more. My mother used to serve this starting with orange juice and coffee and then bacon on the side because you like the saltiness to contrast with the rich sweetness of the apple pancake. This is a lovely dish that you will want to share for company. It can be a holiday breakfast. It can be a summer breakfast. The whole thing is really about the concept and the method. And then you can change the proportions and the amounts to suit your taste. But I think this is worth a try just because it makes a really nice presentation at the table and looks like you know how to do something fancy. I will have pictures of the finished product on the website thecookalongpodcast.com I hope you and a friend will enjoy this for breakfast and tell your friend that you got the recipe from me on the cookalong podcast. Please share your enthusiasm for the cookalong podcast with your friend. There are new episodes every Saturday. Until next time, happy cooking!